Welcome, welcome, welcome to Cultured and Candid with your girl B and E Boogie coming back for a hot date to debate. What's going on, y'all? Y'all missed us? It's okay if you didn't. Yeah, we've been gone for a minute. Gone for a minute, y'all. We was out for a week, but now we back with some nice topics for y'all. V, what the topic is for today? The topic on the topic block today. Poly relationships. You know, when you have two plus one and another and another and another. You know, one after the other. I have no problems with them. I feel like everybody living some kind of poly life. They just don't want to call it that. You know, to each his own. I mean, after some of the stuff we read about for the types of poly relationships, yo, I think a lot of people do this and not realize that they do this um, because they uh, engage in certain things, but they don't set no ground rules. I think that's the only thing different between calling it something, identifying it as poly and actually behaving or participating in the behavior. It's mostly niggas. <laughs> it's mostly niggas. I mean, like some women too. It's giving relationship anarchy. Bruh. Which I feel as though, anyway, let's get into it. Because, like, I told E, when we started doing this shit, we started talking about this shit. I'm like, bro, a lot of this you and I have both done, okay? <laughs> Not even on purpose. Which lets you know, like, that the poly mindset is more altruistic than people believe it to be. It's, it's everybody do it. Every, it's Everybody. All right. Well, we're going to let the people join Everybody. us in this conversation as we go over, you know, what these types of poly relationships are and our different experiences and such. Um, mm. 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 No? Mm. I mean, a little education for the people we ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at it. I ain't. Run it. All right. Let's get into it. So there are nine types of polyamorous relationships. The first of them being hierarchical polyamory. Example of hierarchical polyamory is John lives with his wife and they each have a boyfriend they see once a week. So it's the triangular setup, you know? What? But it involves four people. Well, I guess not triangular, <laughs> quad. Because they both are together and then they have other people. Oh, so the, when we talked about this before, I just thought it was like one person that had multiple people and like they they were on a hierarchy. So this my main bitch, this my bitch number two, that's my bitch number three. So I, I didn't know it was like it doesn't it doesn't limit the uh primary partners from seeing other people too, if that made sense. So you have John and his wife. John can have a boyfriend and a girlfriend, right? Um, and so can his wife. She can have a girlfriend and a boyfriend, but they prioritize each other. So they make decisions together. They do um, like big life stuff together, but they have other people that they also entertain. Um, so it could be more of a open relationship concept where you prioritize your main partner and you have other people off to the side who understand the dynamic of your relationship. Sound like side bitches. Hilarious. I mean, it's not a side bitch unless your your main don't know, right? 
I don't think so. Because, you know, anyway, it, not my business. I ain't never been nor never have ever seen it in my own personal life. So I don't know what side people do. Anyway, <laughs> moving right the fuck along. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Well, next up, we have the opposite, non-hierarchical polyamory. So the example is John has had consistent two partners for a while, but he just hit it off with a new partner and has shifted his schedule to make more time for the new partner. Um, so, you know, John ain't married no more, but he got two what? partners. And he met a third, and he's prioritizing time with the third outside of the, the two that he's been with consistently. This is so anticlimactic. No, <laughs> so basically, John got three bitches, okay? <laughs> and he just like, I'm going to spend his time with whoever I want to spend his time with. I'm going to spend my money on whoever I want to spend my money on. I don't necessarily have a main partner or something like that. Like, it ain't like one bitch, two bitch. Pretty much. There are no primary or secondary. Uh, okay. It ain't one bitch, two bitch, three bitch, blue bitch. bitch. It ain't that. It's whatever bitch I feel You're like fine. right now. Okay. No problem. Continue. <laughs> More like it's not number one, number two, number three. He doesn't have a pimp dynamic, so he ain't got a bottom that he stay down with. You know? He just has. I love you so much because you understood that was the explanation I needed. <laughs> I love you wow. so much. Because now I get it. It makes more sense to me. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. So next Ooh, up. You should give these in pimp examples. Table. You should give these in pimp examples. But it's okay if you can't. I am not. Fine. So kitchen table polyamory. John, his husband, and their two boyfriends occasionally go out to dinner. Okay? So, John, his husband, all these they people both gay? got a boyfriend each. Why are all these people gay? And the boyfriend come up. Listen, these are not... These, listen, this is coming from menshealth.com. Okay? I don't know why they're all gay. <laughs> these are examples. These, are examples that are, <laughs> these ain't mine. These are their examples. Okay. Okay. I didn't come up with these examples. Okay? I thought you was coming up based on what you read. <laughs> no. Okay. So John, his husband, and they two boyfriends go out to dinner. So all of the parties who are involved with each other can sit down and have uh, conversations with each other. They're platonic mm -hmm. and sometimes sexual with each other's partners. Right. Okay. So everybody cool with knowing who everybody is. They may or may not get in tune with the other person, but we know what's going on, you know, just in case something pop up, like, you know, chlamydia. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. And then you have something a little more adjacent to that, which is parallel polyamory. And um, that's when, you know, the partners don't want to get to know each other. So John has a girl, a girlfriend and a wife. But his wife and girlfriend have never met in person. But they know about each other. Mm. Yeah, they know about each other, but they don't want to en engage with one another. Uh -huh. You know, in the 50s and 60s, men had this down to a science. Parallel mm. polyamory, they have whole other families that their wives would know about. But as long as you came home, mm. it ain't Right. Matter. I know you've been up the street with Letty May. <laughs> I seen them chillings. <laughs> I know her chillings. But for real, and have whole kids and everything. And be like, I know, I know about them churn. 
I know about that. I know about that woman. I know her whole name, where she from, who her mama is. But I will not sit at a table with her, no ma'am. No ma'am, because you my husband. But them little bastards she got running around now. I know they're yours. <laughs> wow. Hilarious. Honestly, I probably should have been an actress. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we have Garden Party Polyamory, which is a little different. Um, it's more along the lay uh more along the lines of kitchen table polyamory where John has a birthday dinner coming up and his wife, girlfriend will both be in attendance. So you can show up for big events like birthdays, graduations, you know, births, stuff like that. But we not kiki in and ha ha together. We can coexist in a space. I have a problem with that. I I, wow. I just don't see how that works. And I say that I mean, because of this. Rich folk do it all the time. No, I, I mean, of course. But of course, that white woman, <laughs> usually, that white woman is set on the side like, Bob, I can't believe you have your whore here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's keep it a bug. Like, it doesn't come without issue. I, I'm not going to say that it doesn't come without issue. Um, but assuming that all parties are in agreement with the setup, that transaction or that um, day that is spent with one another is not going to be crazy and it's not going to be full of like, you know, negative emotion, negative energy. But in the event that you're doing this and there is no agreement to this setup, people just feel like in order to carry on with our relationship and not waste the time, energy, years spent in building this, I'm going to deal with your side chick because she got a boy. I mean, she got a baby by you, but that ain't messing up what we got going on type of energy. That's how it feels. Um, and a lot of people, both black, white, Hispanic, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Purple, yellow, and blue have, have gone through those kinds of situations. You see it a lot in like old school movies. Mm -hmm. My biggest issue with it in general is because like, from either standpoint, I'm here celebrating the person that I, I love or the person I decided to be with, right? I know they have an additional person or what have you, but now this celebration can't be about me celebrating you, you know, and all that other shit. It's us celebrating you. And I think that's why it would never work for me in general. I don't think poly anything is for me unless... You know, I got dot, dot, dot. We'll talk about that. Anyways. <laughs> so, so I guess riddle me this. Um, how is that different than sharing that moment with friends that are going to be there or additional family that will be there? It'll still be us celebrating said person um, because the celebration at the end of the day is about that person. It's not about the people who come to celebrate. You know what the difference is. They're not fucking you. That's the difference. The fact of the matter is, like, everybody... Why are we the, making it about that? Um, because <laughs> that's, what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm asking. I realize that I am selfish and just baby be, be me. But at the end of the day, like, when I when I come to a gathering for someone, especially supposed to be my significant other, I'm celebrating my man. And y'all are here to watch me celebrate my man. What do you mean? It's... <laughs> Okay, but at the now same time, me celebrating him, giving very voyeuristic. Look at me. 
It's giving very war. It's giving very watch us and not celebrate them. Watch us. This is about us. This moment is about us. I know. I have a problem. That is just like when I give gifts. I don't give gifts because I because people want it. I get it for the reaction they're going to give me. <laughs> and it's so selfish. Now what happens when you don't get the rea- reaction you want? I never don't get the reaction I want. But what happens when you do? It's never happened, so I cannot attest to it. I mean, I feel like you, you've experienced enough in life to know, like, when things don't go your way, how you would react. So <laughs> it depends on what it is, though. Like <laughs> in the case of a gift that you, I given, can't say it because it's not transpired. <laughs> like that type of thing. Like I, if it don't go my way, like I'm not gonna be angry. I'm not gonna take it back. Like okay, well you didn't like it. Cool, you can give it back. Like it's fine. I don't think Who's I would be upset like about it. it. I'm just saying, what if you don't get the reaction you were hoping oh my for? God. What if they that, like it and they just mm-hmm. stay on facial ass? I don't know. I don't buy gifts if people stay on face me, ma'am. Okay. I buy the gifts okay. that I think people would like, oh, or like, damn. We'll test this theory later. Why would we test this theory later? I just want you to remember that 7.56 on July 25th, this is what you said. What am I about to buy you a gift for? <laughs> Girl, stop playing with me. Gifts will be impending. In any other context, I don't ever remember you ever not giving me the the response I wanted for a gift you received, even the small ones. So, boo. Honey, I never said that I did. I said that this will be interesting to see the next time you give me a gift because I want to see it now. Like, it's it's giving experiment for me. You ain't shit. (laughs) All right, so the next one up. Mm. We got Thruffle. So John has a wife and a boyfriend who are also in romantic relationships with one another. So triangular. They all messing around, all three people, but it doesn't go beyond three people and they're monogamous within those three people. That's where you would have me fucked up. It's already three of us, my boy. If we can't add a couple more, what the fuck I mean, you can have an open Thruffle, but it would be the same conversation about... um, uh, like expectations and standards so then it would transition to like a ruffle hierarchical uh, relationship because you would prioritize the two people you began over relationship with and then whomever you all have partners for or like your secondary or tertiary partner girl y'all overlapping these motherfuckers now it is outright I don't mean say y'all like you a part of no, it it's giving pyramid scheme that's all <laughs> It it really is. <laughs> That's all. Let's give him pyramid scheme. Like, hey, would you like to join our organization? Girl, it's giving big cult vibes. Like the fuck? not cult. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, like truly, it does. Anyway, okay. So if there's a thruple like type of what do you call that thing? Like monogamous thruple. I'm sure there's also uh, unmonogamous version of this i'm sure it's called yeah, something else the open. Because... it's called an open throuple you have a regular oh, throuple okay. which is monogamous and then you have an open throuple which would then like i was saying would transition to like a throuple hierarchical hybrid of polyamory um because you would prioritize the original throuple participants and whoever else y'all you know bring in are like your secondary people 
they wouldn't be prioritized. So say, I don't know, the original thruple mate, right? Um, wants to go out to dinner with the original thruple cohort. Y'all all three go to dinner and you let your other folks know like, hey, I'm going to dinner with, with, the, uh, with the original Trinity. I don't know. I just don't understand. Most people don't even like communicating with one addition with one person. Like now we add an additionals. Like I mean, but this also polyamory is not for folks who can't communicate with other people. That would make your experience I mean, with trying. polyamory very, very <laughs> difficult. I mean, that don't mean they don't try. Okay, <laughs> that don't mean it don't happen. You understand? Like at the end of the day, like all of this. Um, you know how I feel about labels. Labels are so unnecessary because we we do what works for us. That's just what it is. We do what works and what makes us happy. And like, I don't think you need to be a part of a community to, to do that. Mm-hmm. But I digress. And then like, anybody need everybody needs a group, I guess. And I'm sure there's more because yeah, you said nine. <laughs> Up next is polyfidelity. John's wife and boyfriend aren't dating anyone else, nor are they seeking any other forms of sexual or romantic relationships. So, um, of course, John has two partners, but they are monogamous with John, not each other, but with John. Um, And they aren't seeking other forms of sexual or romantic relationships. So a nigga got a couple relationships is all I heard. And they and and they they faithful, they faithful. But John over here sticking his dick between the two, or whomever else, because nobody said John had to be faithful. John he says that their partners are faithful. No, I mean John would be being faithful to them as well. It's kind of it's a close throuple to a to a degree, except that the wife and the boyfriend don't deal with each other. So at that point, why wouldn't it be that other thing? At that point, wouldn't it just be a like kitchen table polyamory? No, because it doesn't discuss whether or not they go to do things together with one another. So, um, Mm. not really sure. Okay, continue. Then there's solo polyamory. Um, John has multiple partners who he loves and values, but he lives alone, and his biggest focus right now is on his career. So so John's single. Um yes and no. So people who are dating are really solo polyamory folks um until they decide whether or not they want to slide into a specific type of polyamory that's different from solo polyamory or if they want to be monogamous. So basically, I'm a I'm a solo polyamorist right now. Yeah. If, yeah. if you are dying to have a label, sure. I'm not dying to have a label, but if we're just gonna do it, like everybody else getting a goddamn group, I can't have a group. Hilarious. I find it interesting that like solo <laughs> and single polyamory are not the same. Uh, oh, so like single polyamory is where John is currently single but knows that his preferred relationship dynamic is one that is polyamorous with multiple partners. So I get it, but then it's like, it doesn't say that John isn't dating while he's single. 
<laughs> you know, so he's really a solo polyamorous right now. It sounds like John can't get no ass. Oh, does that what it, it sounds sound like? John want to be polyamorous, but doesn't have what it takes to be polyamorous, or just not meeting the women who women or men who are um, interested in women, men, or non-binary folks who are. I was about to say, in... please make sure. Yeah, I was about to tell you. Go ahead and open it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. He hasn't found a person that is. Um, willing to participate in that lifestyle doesn't mean he ain't getting no ass. It's just ass that's not with no um. It's ass it with ass no commitment. Long term ass. There we go. It ain't long term ass. And then you have the crazy folks. No, y'all not crazy. But relationship anarchy sounds a little bizarre. It says John has multiple partners, friends, and lovers whom he values and loves. He doesn't treat one relationship more seriously just because they're romantically or sexually involved. So he prioritizes what, what he want to prioritize. Which just sound like everybody. And well, when no, we talk about this like, Think about what societal norms are, right? When it comes to relationships. If you in a long-term relationship with a person, it's expected that y'all are living together or planning for like, marriage and kids and longevity like building stuff together right um and that y'all do stuff together and even if you were to open that relationship up it would kind of mimic that same pathway right living together taking trips together like building a life together figuring how to merge your lives into one uh relationship anarchy is just like actually no i got my own thing going on like me and my best friend we're gonna be roommates but I got my long-term shorty who I've been kicking it with for like 10 years. That's my dog. And we we going to do us. But my other baby, I just met her three months ago. We going to do our thing too, separate from what, what else I got going on. But there's no priority in it. It's just who I was. It is immediate, no. <laughs> and at that point, it might as well be non-hierarchical. I just don't get it. All of it sounds the same to me. If you just want an extra person, just say that. You don't need the label. Yeah. Like you really don't. Yeah, but I matter of fact, I think the anarchy comes mm-hmm. in when you when you start off that way, right? Um mm-hmm. and then after so long, after a certain amount of time, people start getting angsty and like, what are we? What are we doing? Can you imagine being somebody non-descriptive partner for 17 years? I can't be no nigga nothing for 17 years. I'm going to be honest. I, I can't be nothing for 17 years. And see, that's your standing, right? And some somebody who is operating within relationship anarchy and the people involved in it are understanding of how they want to operate in that space are comfortable with being, with not having no title with nobody for that extended amount of time. Y'all ain't even live together. But y'all are emotionally connected to the point where it's more than just your your average run of the mill. Oh, I'm gonna hit you for a couple months and move on. Nah. All right. You know what? We've been talking about all of this, uh, all this poly, and I always wonder, like, it, like seriously, like, how do you start the conversation to? T- Hello, motherfucker. Like, hey, I want a couple bitches. But that takes me into the segment. Actually, before we get into all of that, that takes me into the segment for the day. One of the segments for the day. 
which is date night ideas for you and your lovers. And I just wanted y'all to get a little bit of asthma on it. You and it? Date night ideas. 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 For you and your lover. Er, er, er. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, with this segment, first, I want us to talk about, like, what's a preferred date type for you? Okay. Um, I guess date structure. Um, I would say my favorite kind of date structure would be, I don't know, I guess mm, lunch or activity, then dinner or activity, then dinner. Um, I think those two are probably my favorite. I guess it depends on how much of the day I'm spending with a person because if we spend it all day together, it needs to be breakfast, activity, lunch, activity, dinner. If I'm gonna spend all day with you. Now activities can look different and we can discuss that later, but you need to feed me while I'm outside. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I can pay for myself. I don't have to, I don't have to worry about that, but still. Yes, we need to we need to be doing stuff. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I, I'm not mad at it, um, but I knew you was gonna say that shit about the food with your fat ass. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that shit about food and activity. Food. Okay. So if the food ain't an activity, we need to make sure we plan an activity. So for me personally, okay, I enjoy a date that starts with an activity, and when I say activity, I mean something that we actually can interact with each other, right? Because I don't want the activity to be like, oh, we're going rock climbing. I can't get to know you going rock climbing. Also, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to get to know you going hiking because I'm going to be focused on my breathing and the fact that I'm going to be hiking. Well, actually, I'm not going to do it. Let's keep it a bug. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm thinking um, big date night idea for me is like um, when I told you about the perfume making classes or the perfume and cologne making classes. Well, I love the smell good. That's something that you can learn about me, right? And this is something that we can do together. So now we can start talking about fragrances and things that we enjoy to smell and places we've been, you know, and all of those other things. It opens a, a different dialogue between you and that person. It, with people, please, anytime you're trying to date anybody, do something that's going to allow you to interact with that person verbally right the club is cool you know what i'm saying y'all could dance all night if you just trying to fuck but if you actually trying to date a person you know what i'm saying like you need to be doing something that's going to allow you to talk to that person then after that i don't care if we eat dinner or lunch or whatever but you know it's preferred or drinks i'm here for that anything that requires drinks <laughs> so yeah i think that's a really <laughs> a really great date night idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, take me to go make some candles, some perfumes. Not that paint and sip shit. That shit's cheap and everybody's doing it. Nah, do something different. Because in reality, a bitch could see a pain and be like, oh, I didn't do a good job. And it is what it is. It's in a corner. It was just some uh, experience. But if you make a candle with a bitch, every time she burn it, she gonna remember you. You're hilarious. Uh -huh. Did I lie? I mean, it depends on, uh, I, I think it depends on the person, right? Because some people can, can do that type of stuff with you and don't give a second thought to you, whether they burn the candle or not. They just don't remember they like the smell. Like, it just depends on the type of person you're dealing with. But um, I will say, like, for me, I love, 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 love going to museums. 
So if we go to museum, art gallery, that gives us the opportunity to easily break the ice because we can talk about something that's there, right? Or an aquarium, right? I like looking at the fish. Um, that gives us an easy yeah, opportunity to, to break the ice and not have to be too, hmm, what do you see yourself in the next five years? Like you don't have to jump that deep, mm -hmm. that quick. You can start to feel people out to see like, oh, okay, do you have an easy flowing conversation? Do you have a sense of humor, humor or a similar type of humor mm -hmm. that I do? Can we just bounce off of each other? You know, do we have a chemistry? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that it's an easy place to develop a conversation and a hard enough place for you not to be, be able to hide behind like antics. You know what I mean? Um, because you're going to yeah. get annoying real quick in the museum if all you got is antics for conversation. Because I'm going to be annoyed. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, damn, you can't yeah. talk about nothing. You don't have any substance. Nothing else. Conversation. Like, damn, they giving you shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. They got little plaques yeah. on this shit. You can read it out loud if you need to. Okay. <laughs> even if you even if you ain't know nothing about nothing when you came in here, you can read right. And yeah, that's a question, you know, um, I think that's very important. I think it's very important that you date some that when you're trying to date somebody, when it comes down to the date night ideas, you you have to keep in mind that you're wanting to know who this person is. If you're just looking to fuck, then yeah, the regular shit work. But a woman with substance date, that's that should be day night ideas for women with substance. You're you feel me with people with substance. No, I'm serious because a regular bitch ain't gonna like going to the museum. I ain't, a regular I, bitch not, don't want to go to no museum. I'm not going to say the regular. I love the museum. I think, I think mm -hmm. regular women would love to go to the museum. I think that a lot of the time people don't typically think about that as a date because your last experience with a museum or art gallery most of the time is Probably in high school, school or grammar school. You know what I'm saying? First through eighth grade type shit. Oh, you ain't been since trip. somebody had to be a chaperone for you to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So people don't, in, in your adulthood, especially coming out of college where there was a very mm -hmm. charged sexual place, you're not thinking mm -hmm. about stuff like the museum and then you can go on a free day so you ain't got to pay for admission. <laughs> You know what I mean? On the slick. And all you got to do is but, pay okay, for, the, so, um, for the, uh, the special exhibits that are not going to be there the whole time. You know what I mean? So, it's so like, what should I say? Uh, should I say like the basic bitches? Basic bitches don't want to go to the museum. Is that better? I, I, I don't even want to call them basic, right? Because that's, okay. that's, a little, that's a little much, but women who only have bitches. one... <laughs> I mean, not even uneducated. I mean, because some people just don't like the... People just don't like it, right? <laughs> Let's not make a cup of tea. I don't want to call them basic. I don't want to call them uneducated. You know what I'm saying? It may not be their cup of tea to want to go to a place mm -hmm. like the museum or an art gallery that may not be something that interests them or stimulates them mentally. But being able to listen to each other and figure out what your interests are and if they align is essential on your first couple dates because you don't want to waste your time with somebody who was just surface you know what i'm saying because you ain't really get to say much or nothing more of the story is if the bitch don't want to go to the museum she probably ain't the bitch for you anyway no <laughs> not the moral, moral of the story. story if the bitch ain't got no substance she ain't gonna want to do shit but go to go out to eat you know what i'm saying get drinks let's keep it cool but i'm fucking around anyway moving right along <laughs>
I mean, hey, we already know. I'm gonna some shit too. I, I look. We too old to be showing nigga shit. If you don't know about this shit already, I mean, but that, that's not fair because the girl, people, the people who they've been dating probably didn't have that the same um, wantingness to go for a motherfucker to even know. As to think a, about it, like, damn, this could be a date. You're right. <laughs> As a woman who have dated many men who had not experienced a woman like myself, I'm telling you, showing a nigga this shit is overrated. Like it's a it's it's a waste. It's a waste. Cause you're gonna go back to a, a nothing ass bitch right behind me. She ain't gonna wanna do this shit with you. Stupid. Um, I will say my experience in dating people who were optically not on the same level as me. Right, what society would say are not on the same level as me. Um, I, I would I would say that exposing them to new things opened their mind to be able to dream bigger for themselves. I'm not gonna lie to you about that. Like, even if you do, even if we do break up and you go date somebody who society deems that is worthy, y'all should be dating because y'all in the same like sphere of influence or whatever, right? Even somebody who is like that, you're gonna you're gonna be now trying to take her on the type of dates that I took you on because you want to expose Shorty to some shit so it make you seem like you know, ah, you the man. But and mm-hmm. that's fine because now you've grown, baby. Now you understand that you know how to date people and you may even be interested in the shit that you want to talk about. Have you ever watched a motherfucker who ain't no shit about shit, especially a man? Wait, no shit about shit and went into a place and you schooled his ass and he'd be like, yeah, oh, that shit dope. <laughs> okay. Okay, shorty, I see you. Yeah, bitch, a lot of my girl. situations, I have been that. Yeah, bitch. Okay. Yes, you know I know. That you took them on with somebody else because they enjoyed that date. No, fuck that. Is she worthy of the experience that you received from me? That's the one. Yes. We, no, she every, not. Every woman is. Uh-uh. Every woman is. It's the fucking museum, G. Stop. Oh, no, no. Like not that part. I'm just saying like... Even if it is a perfume making class, no, she deserves that not shit that to know part that she's on that space. No, not that part. What I'm talking mean? about the shit that I be doing. You know what I be doing. Like... <sighs> you don't think every woman deserves to go out the country and have that experience? Damn. That's you don't that, think that, that, that a woman... That every woman ain't deserving of a man to like plan out a week out the country. You ain't gotta worry about too much of shit, but throwing me this money so we can go half on some shit. I don't want to talk about it no more because now you make me sound like a hater. Nah, I'm not saying no, 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 no. Like a hater, I'm just trying to put that shit in perspective for myself. Like I understand on some slick shit. I don't feel like they. It's not that I feel like they're undeserving. I feel as though like you, it's like you dealing with somebody of a certain stature of a certain uh, sphere of influence, as you stated, right? And then you decide to, you know, depart. Y'all decide it don't work no more or whatever. And now you de- decided to be with somebody else who's not necessarily in that same hemisphere with that person. And you're trying to uplift them to be what you already had. That's where my shit get fucked up. Like, I've already, I showed you this shit because you didn't know what it was. And that's cool. You feel what I'm saying? Because that was love. That was me being the better person and showing you shit that you didn't know. Right? But that wasn't for you to go and try to upgrade the next bitch. My nigga, 
the upgrade, you was already rigged. Like, that's the shit that be catching me. But some men really live in their ego and their ego is attached to how they view masculinity and to have a woman that is that strong-willed in that way can be intimidating for men who already feels like he doesn't deserve to be in your space and people are saying that he doesn't deserve to be in your space. It's very intimidating for a man, especially for a man who is taught that you're supposed to protect, provide, and and all this other stuff for, right? You're supposed to be the big boy on the premises. And if you have a woman who is consistently showing you more than you can show to them, it can be intimidating. It don't make you feel like you're the head of your household because it's not it's not even an even exchange. You exceedingly have more experience in the world than they do. It's hard to accept. Especially if you come from the backgrounds that the men that we've dated come from. It's hard. Mm. E, we came from them same backgrounds, sis. But we are women. We have a different lease on life than men. We just do. Mm. And we have a resilience that, do. that does not exist the same way in men. That's true. I guess. It's just it, that shit just really aggravates me. That's that's all it be. It be the fact that when you a person, and this sorry y'all, this is a real life tangent, but this some real shit. It's the fact that when you are a person and you try to do good and put good into the world, and then everybody just be looking like they just take the shit and run and give it to somebody else. Like no nigga, I gave it to you specifically. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this ain't I'm a pass off. It don't hurt. See, I ain't saying that it don't hurt and that you ain't gonna have no emotion behind it, but honestly, you know I got from the beginning, we know we know whether or not that is going to be able to work long term or not, just by the way in which mm. we um mesh with a motherfucker. Like I'm not saying that a motherfucker gotta be from a certain background or a certain way or come from a certain type of money. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like organically. You know if that shit gonna move somewhere or not, and if you just plan for the for the for the sake of not being by yourself right now, you know that shit. And then after time, you become attached to a motherfucker and want it to be more, but you already knew that it wasn't. It didn't lay the foundation to be more. You know, so I can get it. But you know, like the way the world working right now. O's be living in a delusion area, era, like for real. Like, and I think what's really making me mad about all of it is because like we're um, just cultivating a whole culture on it at this point. Like, yeah, live in your delusion, sis. Yeah, that man love you. Yeah, that's your man. My man, my man, my man. And, and um, as a woman who has spent her entire life making sure that she separates herself from all of the delusion and emotion and things of that nature. It's like kind of disheartening. Like, bitch, I didn't work years at this shit. Y'all hoes just said, fuck it. <laughs> that, that's what really be catching me. Y'all said, fuck it. We just gonna believe what we believe. And bitches like me literally have honed the skills to be like, that ain't my man. And it don't even fucking matter. Y'all like, I, and be actually believing that shit. Like, Word. But teachers, um, it is what it is. I just believe that 
if you gonna upgrade a nigga like Beyonce say, nigga, let me upgrade you, that nigga owe you some reparations. <laughs> that nigga owe you some reparations if he leave. Oh, okay. Listen. I believe the that. The greatest reparation I you can that. give is to leave me the fuck alone. Straight up. That's it. It depends on Man, who it is. No, because if I'm if I'm sewing into you, if I'm sewing into you on that level, you know what I'm saying, where I feel the feel the need to need reparations. Gee, that means you're not giving, you're not adding no value at all. I'm the only person mm-hmm. adding to this space to get you up to my proverbial level. You feel me? Like whatever, mm-hmm. whatever society may deem my level is. You know what I mean? I'm I am halting my own growth and success to focus on you and bring you up here so then we can then build from this space together. Right, because if we start on different building levels, that shit ain't even gonna rise the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. with that being said, if you if we get into it to a point where we gotta be done, and I'm I'm willing to call it quits, yeah. after all that time, money, energy, emotion, I invested into you and you into me, and you still running to do shit that make me ex you. Maybe the best thing you can do for me is leave me the fuck alone because I'm already too attached. <laughs> I'm already too attached. And you Burr. ain't no good for me. G. You giving real sucky bitch energy mm-hmm. and you can keep it. The greatest gift. And that's why I'm not married. That's why the engagement had to be over. I was pouring into that nigga and he had nothing to provide. Mm. And I was losing my goals trying to help you with yours. And that shit ain't cool. So my question is, have you ever been in, a, in any type of poly relationships, they got so fucking many. So, I mean, I guess technically when I was in high school, I was in a type of polyamorous relationship where me and a friend who I was taking a photography class with in high school, um, we found out we were dating. Well, Mr. Jaffe? Mm-hmm, Jaffe. Mr. Jaffe. <laughs> yeah, we were... Uh, Getting pretty cool, you know, getting closer than what we had been in past years or whatever. Um, and we ended up finding out that we were dating the same guy. He didn't go to Kenwood. He was like this older dude or whatever. And um, we agreed amongst each other that we would date him, but he didn't know that we had made that agreement. So he thought he was big player of the year. And... Really, he wasn't because she was at that point having sex and was having sex with him. And I was like, good, that's something I don't have to do. have to worry about doing because I wasn't having sex at the time. So, like, okay, cool. Well, aren't you Mother Teresa? I mean, I wasn't. I was a bit of a prude. I ain't gonna lie. In high school, I was a bit of a prude. I told people who smoke weed, like, y'all are gonna die. Y'all Y'all, gonna, y'all kill cells. your brain cells? <laughs> Killing your brain cells. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> y'all have futures to think about, right? And then, um, and then people who was having sex, I was like, y'all don't care about nobody. That's how I feel. I'm like, these niggas wow. third fucking any and everything. You just want to line up. <laughs> well, I didn't go line. that far. I was definitely approved about the drugs. I was definitely approved about everything else. But the sex, it was just like, I don't I don't need to have it. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, I remember those days. I remember you proved you, and I'm sure you remember proved me. 
Um, yeah. Like I like, I like guys. I like hanging out with guys. I like, you know, making out with guys. That's cool. Give me a little hickey on the neck, you know, little deep sea kiss. That's cute. But Ew. baby, you said you want to do what to my who? Not my private. That's nasty. Not my private. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I can have I'm a, so done. this conversation on the phone. Them after nine, them them free after nine, free after seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, we can we can talk. We can talk a tough game. Sure, why not, girl? <laughs> For real in real life, you want me to do what to what and put what where? Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. No comment. Anyway, um, well, so before we actually hashed out because at first I thought I was in a certain type of relationship, but I wasn't. So I have also been privy <laughs> to being in a re- some form of polyamorous relationship. I guess you would necessarily refer to my relationship as a kitchen table because I had a girlfriend and then I had a boyfriend, but they didn't like each other. They knew about each other. They did not like each other, did not want to interact. But at the end of the day, they were pretty platonic. Um they would just like parallel because if they not if they didn't talk to each other, no, did they ever come together and talk to each other? Yeah, but I mean, like they just didn't like each other. Like it wasn't like they wouldn't have like conversations. Like you know, they're speaking shit. Like it just it wouldn't. Well, maybe it was parallel because she ain't like him and he ain't like her, and they were both, um, you know, faithful to me. Whatever she did. Well, that's not true really because she dated other men, um, but she didn't date any other women. And he didn't date anybody else at all. So, I don't know. I had a lot of shit going on. You know, some people call it player. <laughs> I, you know, shit. But he, he, that was the nigga that proposed to me. He didn't get no fuck. I had no bitch. <laughs> and then she left me. She was like, I can't do the, You get married? I can't fuck with that. I was like, I understand, baby. It's cool. I forget. I mean, she forgave me, though. You know, I apologize and shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgave you. What do yeah. you mean? Forgave well, like, for what? She, she felt, understood the dynamic of the relationship. That's what I said. But I guess she just kind of felt betrayed because, like, I don't know. I never asked because, you know, you know who I was like back then. Back then, I don't know. Um, I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out where the betrayal comes in when you already know I got a boyfriend. She felt that's, like that's me getting engaged was um, me trying to leave her. She felt betrayed as though I was trying to stop what we had going on. Um, you know what I'm by saying? By getting engaged? By getting engaged. Yeah. Um, so I made a man propose to me just so I could break up with you? That's weird. I don't think she felt it in, in those exact words, Jesus. I'm just saying, like, she really didn't care for the fact that I was already with him. And then, like, I had been with her longer. So she's like, okay, well, if anybody should be getting married, it should be us. Like, why are you marrying him? Um, and then she was like, on top of that, like, you know, we go out, we kick it, we get niggas together. Like, I don't get it. Like, what's, you know, were you trying to stop all of that? <laughs> I think that's what it was. Like, I was stopping a way of life that she was used to with me. And she just felt betrayed. Like, look, she forgave me. That's all that matter. And on top of that, I had some other things. You know, I was verbally abusive, mentally abusive, you know, she forgave me for a lot of shit, okay? We cool now. Well, I mean, y'all do y'all thing. They just on. I ain't no judgment. I mean, if it works, okay. it works. 
it did work. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, like I'm cool with both of them still. Like that's how I know, like it don't be me. That's how I know the issue don't be me. If I'm still cool with all my exes, like, come on. It, the issue ain't okay. me. It's y'all. Right. Y'all don't okay. If you say so. Yeah, because you would have loved to tell me it was me, huh? Honey, I think that all parties involved have a level of responsibility, period, for some shit to go down. It takes two to tango, and in your case, three. So all three of y'all have some some responsibility in it. If for anything, your respective relationships, period. I think it was all my fault, though, honestly. That's why I probably just didn't care. Because I know it was all me. I, I forced these people into these situations. Like, no, you don't. You don't force anybody into anything. You are an adult and you choose to engage in the in the relationships that you choose to engage in. When mm-hmm. she decided that it was mentally and, and emotionally, verbally abusive, baby, you had the option to leave once you realized that was what, that's what was happening. Well, that was happening but before the boyfriend. But if you don't decide to leave, you play an accomplice in your own shit. That was so happening before the boyfriend. Like to talk about. I didn't say it wasn't. I mean, either way it go, I'm I'm not that person anymore. I've grown. I understand what I did wrong and, you know what I'm saying, how I could change it. So that's all that matters. Well, my good people, it's been fun. You feel me? It has been a blast. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Enjoy it. All right, y'all. You can catch us at a later date for some more debate on Cultured and Candor. We gonna get up out of here. I mean, what's the debate, really? You can't debate me. I'm a real nigga. I guess, if that's what you're saying. I know, because you've been spending your whole life telling me I'm wrong. Bitch! Girl, fuck I you. mean, we debate, period. We debate, period. I'm not going to let you pull the wool over my eyes, ma'am. <laughs> I have an opinion. You will not coax me into thinking that I don't. The only reason why you say that is because every time you hear me talk to somebody else, your response is, I would never let her talk to me like that. And at that point... Because I wouldn't. Period. I don't be talking to nobody crazy. Yes, you do. The fact that you had the label in that says it out. Because, ma'am, why you even bring it up? Because you always like, because the way you said that shit, I have an opinion. I know you got an opinion, bitch. We I all do. do. Yeah. And you but gonna you hear it. Period. <laughs> and I'm just saying, why you got to say it with so much sass, bitch? Uh, ma'am, because you give you give the attitude, and so will I. We gonna be theatrical in this motherfucker. Oh my god! All right, y'all. We'll holler at y'all next week after this bitch kill me again with the sass. <laughs> Anywho, it's been a lovely time with V and E Boogie. I hope y'all join us again next week. We got some more hot topics, hot 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 topics.